This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Wednesday, the 7th of September. In your sport today, the AFL's multi-billion dollar payday, the Matildas go down to Canada, Rafael Nadal bows out of the US Open, and the Aussie cricketers bounce back with a win. This is your sport today. We start today with Aussie rules because the AFL has signed the richest deal in Australian sports broadcasting history. Outgoing CEO Gil McLaughlin said he wanted to get the deal sorted before the year is out. So if you see him, I reckon it's his shout loose. Uh, That deal is worth $4.5 billion. Yeah, I reckon he can afford to shout a few coffees in the office this morning. <laughs> so, Foxtel and Channel 7 have combined again to extend their broadcast deal with the AFL through to the end of the 2031 season for a deal worth, as you said, Sam, $4.5 billion. If we break that down, it's worth $643 million a season. That's up from the $473 million it will get from Seven and Foxtel for each of the next two seasons. We told you yesterday that Channel 9 had reportedly made an offer worth $500 million a season and Channel 10 reportedly offered a 10-year, $6 billion deal, but nobody could match the combined bid by Seven and Foxtel. Yeah, some seriously big dollars there, Luce. He better splash out on the coffees this morning, <laughs> uh, Gil. So what can we expect in this new deal, Luce? Remembering it doesn't start until 2025. Well, overall, there isn't much change. The same number of games will be shown on Seven's free-to-air channels, so about three per week, and all the marquee games like Anzac Day and Dreamtime at the G will be on Seven as well. Seven will also show the Thursday night games in each of the first 15 rounds of the season, and at least 30 AFLW games plus the finals will be on free-to-air. As for Foxtel, they'll show all Saturday games for the first eight weeks of each season, bit like what they do with the NRL and they'll show every match of the AFL and AFLW on Foxtel and KO except the grand final. The grand final is an interesting one. The AFL retains the right to choose the time of the match and McLaughlin said that could change depending on consumer habits. Yeah, there's some flexibility there. The AFL Grand Final is the only match that isn't simulcast on Foxtel as well. Channel 7 have that one exclusively. Um, All right, the next item on Gil's to-do list is get that Tasmanian team into the competition. He says that is still a few weeks away and that it won't impact the new TV deal. So if you're in Tassie, there's not long to wait now. To football now, the Matildas were out for a bit of payback against Canada last night, but went down 2-1 in Sydney. Uh, Luce, it started really well for the Aussies, but then there were a few more injuries. Yeah, more injuries this time to Courtney Vine and Caitlin Ford. So it wasn't a great night for the Matildas. The Aussies were looking for a win after losing 1-0 to Canada last Saturday. And as you said, Sam, started really well. Mary Fowler scored after just two minutes from an assist from Captain Sam Kerr. And the Matildas were in control for the first half, but Vine went off at halftime. And a couple of minutes after the break, Canada scored to make it one all. And then a minute after Ford hobbled off, Canada scored again to make it 2-1. Kerr said after the match that all the injuries have made it hard for her team. 
Yeah, lots of injuries for the Matildas both last night and in the lead-up. And it means they haven't been able to have the same team on the park for consecutive games. Uh, now, the Matildas, they have a two-month break now before coming home to play Sweden in November. So a little bit of time to regroup. Uh, today's trivia question brought to you by the EPL Live app. Where are the Matildas ranked on the FIFA Women's Team Rankings? Help us out here, Luce. The clue today is if you listened yesterday, you might be able to remember. Yes, we did say it yesterday. Um, all right, find out the answer at the end of the show. Let's go to New York now where Nick Kyrgios's path to the US Open title has gotten a little easier. Loose Rafael Nadal is out and Kyrgios doesn't have to worry about the doubles anymore. No, unfortunately for Kyrgios and doubles partner Thanasi Kokonakis, they were knocked out by Lloyd Glasspool and Hardy Haliovada. Kyrgios and Kokonakis won the first set, had a match point in the second set, and were two points away from the win in the third set. But Glasspool and Haliovada fought back and got the win. While that match was on, Nadal was playing American Francis TFO on centre court. This match was exhausting to watch. Both players <laughs> chased down every ball. But it was pretty awesome to see TFO won in four sets in three and a half hours. And it means there are no Grand Slam winners left in the men's draw. Yeah, that was actually Nadal's first loss at a major this year. Just crazy stuff. Uh, Kyrgios is now the tournament favorite and he plays Russian Karen Hutchinov today at around 11 a.m. after the Goff Garcia quarterfinal. The other quarterfinal we've got a very close eye on this morning is between our own Isla Tomljanovic and Tunisia's Anjabur. That match is on right now as we record this podcast. We'll have the result for you in the Sport Today newsletter later this morning. You can sign up in the episode notes so you don't miss out. Switching to cricket, Australia has gone 1-0 up in the Chapel Hadley Trophy Series against New Zealand with a tight win last night. Uh, Cameron Green was named player of the match, but Luce, it didn't look like he was enjoying himself much out there. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever seen a player cramp up like Green did no. last night, but he stuck it out and scored 89 not out to get the Aussies home. This was the first of three one days against the Kiwis, and the Aussies looked like they were in control when they held New Zealand to nine for 200. And 31. They weren't in control for long. Trent Bolt ripped through the Aussie top order. And at 5 for 44, things were looking a bit bleak. But then Green and Alex Carey put on an 160 run partnership to put Australia on top. Australia lost three quick wickets to make it a little nervy at the end. And then Green could barely run. But he and Adam Zampa got the win with a couple of wickets to spare. Yeah, Green was saying that his calves, hamstrings, groins, and then his forearms were all cramping up at the same time. <laughs> it was like the tin man running out there loose. It was just <laughs> brutal to watch. He says he'll be right to go for game two, which is on Thursday again up there in Cairns. We've told you a few times about chess grandmaster Magnus Carlsen. He's considered one of the greatest chess players ever. But this week he withdrew from a tournament for the first time and loose. There's been speculation of cheating. Yes, yeah, some experts are calling this one of the biggest scandals in chess ever. So Carlson suffered a shock loss to 19-year-old American prodigy Hans Neiman in round three of the nine-round event in St. Louis. Neiman used an unusual strategy to beat Carlson, one he said he miraculously studied earlier that day that had worked against Carlson in 2018. After the loss, Carlson sent out a tweet saying he's withdrawing with a link to outspoken football manager Jose Mourinho saying, if I speak, I get in trouble. Now, chess 
fanatics and experts have forensically poured over Carlson's loss, <laughs> and it's been speculated that Carlson infers Neiman cheated. But others disagree, and it's pretty hard to cheat these days with cameras everywhere. Even still, the tournament has put a 15-minute delay on its broadcast as an extra precaution. Yeah, this is big news in the chess world. Calling someone a cheat is pretty much as bad as it gets. Uh, Still no word from Carlson, so the chess world is watching his next move. All right, we are running out of show today. So before we go, we've got to answer today's trivia question brought to you by the EPL Live app. We want to know where Australia's women's football team, the Matildas, are ranked on the world rankings uh, loose. Big clue this one. We said it yesterday. So uh, if you tuned in yesterday, you'll know the answer to this, but what is it? Yes, if you tuned in yesterday, you would know they are ranked number 12 in the world. Yes, they are 12th. Uh, Canada ranked 7th at the moment. Uh, that could change after last night's results. Uh, all right, that is us done for today on Sport Today. We're halfway through the week. Uh, not long to go before the weekend. Listen, I will be back with you tomorrow for Thursday's show. We'll catch you then.